Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys and girls, welcome back for another fresh episode of The Wake Up Call. Today's topic is all about leadership. And the reason I wanted to talk about leadership is this comes on the back of a really great conversation I had with one of my clients this morning. And we're just talking about her work environment and some of the stuff that was going on and a bit of an incident that happened at the workplace. And we just had a bit of back and forth, you know, discussing what this issue and what this problem was and possible solutions to actually improve it so that it wouldn't happen again. And you can apply this to your own workplace. If you run your own business, you can apply it to that. And you can also apply it to yourself on a family level, on a personal level, how you conduct and how you run your own household, okay? But what I want you to start to think about with the uh, the topic of leadership is that you are a leader. Even if you do not work for yourself or maybe you're not at the top of the organizational chart at work, maybe you're just a cog in the machine. Maybe you just rock up and you just think you do your job and you go home. You are still part of a team. If you are an entrepreneur or a sole trader, you are the leader of your team. Your team is a team of one, okay? So you have to start to think about yourself as a leader. You are leading yourself or somebody in some some shape or form, all right? So the way that you conduct yourself and the way that you operate on a daily basis is going to have an impact and a ripple effect to others, all right? So you need to start to think about that on a more clinical level. How are you showing up every day? What type of leader are you currently? And we know all different types of leaders. There's different types of leadership out there. You have the person who stands on top of a box, who looks down on everyone and just blasts and berates them and says, work harder, do more, and just gets in your face. And that's not good leadership. That's a style of leadership, but that's not good leadership. Good leadership is where you actually lead from the front. You're not just looking down and barking orders at people, but you're actually pulling them along. And if it's pulling yourself along, sometimes is an essential part of leadership. If you have a very small circle, maybe you don't have a lot of friends, maybe you don't have a large family uh, and circle to surround yourself with, you then have to do the best you can at leading yourself as an individual, okay? Because if you don't, that's poor leadership. You are showing yourself that you're not important, okay? So I first stumbled upon the topic of leadership a few years ago. Um, I've always had some form of mentor or teacher who I've kind of learned from. And this is leadership in its finest form, is you have somebody who you look up to, you respect, you admire, or you strive to be like. Okay, so you want to try and emulate or adopt some characteristics of that leader. And I've had all types of leaders. I've had coaches through my sport. I've had some great ones and I've had some real shit ones too. I remember the good ones and I forget the shit ones. All right, and you've probably had this as well. You've probably had a boss at work who maybe he or she is an asshole. Maybe they just don't listen. 
Maybe they adopt the, it's my way or the highway. Maybe they don't have any, that maybe they're not receptive to any new ideas or input, okay? Maybe they are just blind to the fact that what they are doing doesn't fucking work. So when you propose a suggestion, which might be a really valid and better alternative, they just say, no, we're just gonna keep doing things the way they are. Again, that's poor leadership. But the reason why it's important that you understand this concept of leadership is because you are leading yourself and others every single day. So you need to start to ask yourself the question, what type of leader are you? Are you the type of person who says, do as I say, not as I do? Are you the type of person who's good at giving advice but really shit at taking it? Are you the type of person who, when receiving criticism or constructive feedback, get very defensive, put your guard up and say, no, 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 I did it right, it's the other person, and then you pass blame. This is a bit of introspection. You have to start looking internally at how you operate yourself as a human. And this is very interesting for me. I am a fitness coach. I am a personal trainer. I am a strength coach. I help people get in shape, feel good, and improve the way that their body functions. And I'm talking to you about leadership. And the reason I'm doing it is because it's that fucking important. Leadership affects every aspect of your life and it impacts you every single day. How you show up at work, how you regard and respect yourself, and it'll help you turn yourself into the person you wanna be. All right, the first rule of leadership is this. Before you can lead others, you must first learn to lead yourself. So it means you have to set some standards. What is your operating procedure? What are your non-negotiables? What are some things that you have to live by to function and operate and get what you want out of life? What are your core values? What do you stand for? And right now, if you don't have an answer to this, this is a rabbit hole you need to dive into. Because if you stand for nothing, you will fall for everything. This is why I am such a huge advocate of strength training. I believe in this style of training wholeheartedly. Unequivocally, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, this will help you improve the way that you look, feel and function. I have no hesitation in, in saying that to you right now. If I didn't believe in strength training, if I said, oh, maybe cardio is the way, or maybe Zumba is the way, or maybe BOSU training is the way, then I'm kind of flip-flopping between all of these different domains and different styles of training. I'm kind of dipping my toe in all of these things, but really never fully, truly believing in it. Because if I did, I would put 100% effort and back it all the way. I believe in strength training. I believe in living a strong, healthy life. Okay, so therefore the actions that I take and the recommendations that I give are to help you achieve just that. So what kind of standards are you currently living by? Are your standards very low? Are they somewhere in the middle, maybe not very defined? Or do you have very high standards, clearly outlined with zero ambiguity? Okay, some examples of this. Do you have a time that you wake up and go to bed? Do you have a set meal plan or, in quotation marks here, diet that you follow, some style of eating? Do you have any rules or any governing principles regarding alcohol, 
takeaway, sweets, sugars, treats, or do you or do you follow the seafood diet? Oh, I see a piece of food, I'm going to eat it. Oh, I see another piece of food, I'm going to eat that too. This is where it comes back down to you as a leader. What type of leader do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody who, you know, lets everything fly and it's like, hey, Jimbo, can I do this? Sure, why not? Does this sound like a good idea? Not really, do it anyway. That sounds cool, we'll see what happens. Or do you have a framework for what you want your life to look, a framework for how you want your life to be, basically? So I'm gonna throw a couple examples out. Some might resonate and some might not. Are you currently a overweight person who would like to be a fit and healthy person? Yes or no? Are you somebody who, you know, does very, very well in the work life, very, very poorly from a personal standpoint? Maybe your work life balance is way the fuck off. Maybe those scales are tipped so far in one direction, everything is kicking ass over on the right, and on the left, everything's suffering. Are you the type of person who dedicates a lot of time to things which are not very important? and you leave yourself no time, space, or energy to do the things which are actually meaningful to you. Again, leadership. Doing what you say you're going to do. Following through on the things and the actions which are important to you and your life. And once again, only you can define this. So I want you to start to think about some mentor, some teacher, some coach, somebody who you aspire to be like. What is it about that person or persons that you admire about them? What characteristics, what traits do they possess that you look at and think, fuck, that's awesome. They, uh, they really have it together. What are some people who spring to mind? For me, I have about four who I can list off the top of my tongue who I aspire to be like, and who I gain inspiration from because I like the way that they live and I like the way they conduct themselves and I like the results that it gives them. Okay? I'm looking at my bookshelf. There's over 100 books on here. All of them have impacted me in some different way. I haven't read all of these books, but I have them on my bookshelf to gain inspiration and find a little nugget, a little piece of information which will help me develop as a person as a leader as a leader of myself as a leader for my family as a leader for my business as a leader for my sport all of these things can help you all right what are those characteristics is it for example jocko willink you see his watch post that he puts on instagram 4:34 a.m. up before the enemy I see that, I think, fuck yeah, that's awesome. I I resonate with that. Joe DeSena, the founder of Spartan Race, he puts little videos up on his Instagram feed where he punches people in the face. Not literally, but figuratively. And he goes on these rants. He talks about the fast food industry and how Americans need to get off their ass, get off the couch, and do something physical. I respect that. I respect his ability to be truthful. People probably don't like that message. I respect him for at least saying it. David Goggins, Navy SEAL, 
if you want someone to punch you in the face proverbially, uh, proverbially, go and look up David Goggins. He is a hard motherfucker. Okay, he spits tr he spits truth. He spits fire, and it might uh, it might be a bit of a reality check that you need. I like it because he's he does not sugarcoat anything. He just calls a spade a spade and gives you a slap in the face. And then it makes you think about how you're acting. So sometimes I'll, I'll see something and I'll be like, shit, I need to step up my game. There are people in the business world who I look up to for a variety of reasons. There's someone like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's a fantastic human. He's just a good guy. Works hard. But he also understands the hard work concept. He started with seven bucks in his pocket. Look at him now. It's not just fame that he's chasing. He understands and he's promoting that you have to go through the work. I respect that concept. That is a good leader. He is leading from the front. He's not just talking about it. He's doing it. A good leader leads from the front, not at the back, being pulled along, barking orders or instructions to everybody else. What type of person do you want to be? Can you look yourself in the mirror, dead in the eye, and say, I'm proud of who I am? Because if you cannot, you need to identify why you cannot. What is it about current you that you don't like? What is it about current you that needs to level up? What is it about current you that isn't where it needs to be? Because those are the areas you need to start spending your time to develop. You can't wait for a better time. You can't wait for next week. You can't wait for Monday to do this. You have to do it now. Otherwise, you will never develop and start progressing to become that person. And this means that you have to lose your ego. This is my second training rule for my business, full of strength and conditioning. Humility. Drop the ego and leave it at the door. This is a phrase that I learned a long time ago when I was just starting out in the gym industry. As a fitness instructor, you would see people come into the gym and they're lifting weights which are far, far too heavy for their current ability level. This is a lack of ego. This person wants to lift heavier. That's great, I understand, that's awesome. I admire that. But they are letting their ego cloud their judgment of their current level. You're not at that level yet, bro. Put the 35 kilos down and grab those 20s, maybe 17 and a half, and show me a bit of control through that chest press. Or maybe it means, hey, your push-ups look like shit. I'm going to tighten them up. I want you to try it like this. And maybe it means that you have to regress and go back a level. It hurts the ego. It bruises it. But a good leader is willing to pay that price. They are willing to put their ego on the back burner for a better payoff. When we do something that makes us feel good or inflates us and puffs our chest up and think, fuck, I'm fucking awesome here. I'm killing it. When maybe you need that reality check, which is precisely why when I have people come in to train with me, to receive coaching, I start them where they're at. If somebody's done a squat before, cool, Harold, show me your squat. 
Cool, I'll just watch Harold do 10 squats from a few different angles, from the front, from the back, from the side. Yeah, not too bad. Harold, I want you to adjust your stance. I want you to get your chest up. I want you to brace your stomach like I'm about to punch in the guts. Now try your squat. That's a lot harder, Jesse. I like my way. That's cool, Harold. I understand that. Uh, your way is not the best way for you. It's not the safest way to do it for your knees. Your hips are not going to benefit and your spine is rounding considerably. It's placing actually a lot of stress on your lower back, Harold. So the reason that I've changed your technique is to improve those areas. Does that make sense? Yes, okay, cool. That's how you remove your ego. You have to understand the why, okay? And this can be in a lot of different ways. And I, I've made a conscious effort to improve this area of my coaching. When we go through specific exercises, I always make the time to explain why we're doing what we're doing. The worst thing that you can do, whether as a leader or as part of a team, is to do something and you have no fucking idea why you're doing it. And I remember, this is going back several years, probably six, seven years ago, I was working in a, uh, a rec center, and I had a proposal to my uh, to my boss at the time, and I said, hey, I think we could improve the, the cleaning protocol here. And if you know me well, you know I have OCD when it comes to cleaning, when it comes to organization. My gym looks fucking spotless. It looks like a Swiss army knife. Only the best things go in there and it looks clean and tidy all the time. Not just for show, because I, it's because I take pride in how my setup looks. It's very inviting, everything has a home, everything's neat, tidy, and clean. But anyway, I proposed a different way of doing things to my boss, and she shot it down. Pew! And I asked her, I was like, why not? And she said, oh, this is the way we've always done it. That is such a shit excuse. That is a terrible, terrible reason to not change a current operating procedure. That's the way we've always done it. And I want you to think about that sentence for a moment. Think about your diet. Think about your exercise routine. Think about the, ha the habits and the routines that you currently exhibit. How are they working for you? Are you seeing the results you want? Because if the answer is no, you are implementing that sentence I just said right there. This is the way I've always done it. But what if how we're doing it right now isn't fucking working? You lose the ego, you drop the ego, you leave it at the door, and you start to look at things critically and objectively. This means without emotion. As humans, we are emotionally driven creatures. And this is where, as the leader of you, as the leader of your household, as the leader at your workplace, wherever your role as a leader is, you have to leave your ego at the door. No emotion. Look at things critically. Is this serving my goals? So I did a podcast about nutrition recently and I got some good feedback on that which was which is really nice to hear but if we look at let's use that nutrition example if you are eating three meals per day and you tick the box 
Breakfast, yes. That is in alignment of my goals. Lunch, tick. That was in alignment of my goals. Portion sizes, on the money. Protein was there, didn't overindulge. Dinner, tick, stuck to the plan, awesome. And then you go and grab yourself that ice cream. Maybe you go and grab yourself that handful of lollies. Or maybe you go and grab yourself some biscuits with your tea. Whatever habit or routine that it is that you currently identify with. Look at that situation critically. Is it working? Yes or no? Is it serving your goals? Yes or no? Because once you become highly aware of the very specific action items that you do every single day, it will become crystal clear why you are where you are and why you are not where you want to be, or at least on that path. And this is, guys, this is why I do the podcast. It means I'm here for you. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm not here to coddle you, pat you on the back, slap you on the ass and say, you're doing fucking awesome. I'm not here to stroke your ego. I am here to make you highly aware of your strengths, of your weaknesses, and of what is actually happening in your life. This takes time, this takes effort, and this takes practice. And the good thing is, you can practice this every single day. If you choose to, I'm not. I'm not demanding that you do any of this stuff. You, you can choose to switch this podcast right, turn it off right now if you choose to. That's up to you. But if you're understanding the concept that I'm talking about, you now have enough information to actually make change. You now have enough knowledge to make better decisions, and with these better decisions come better results, better outcomes for your goals. So if you understand this concept and then you don't follow through, this shows a lack of follow through, a lack of integrity, a lack of leadership on your part. I've explained the why. You understand the why. It's up to you now to implement that. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to keep it as concise as I possibly can and remove any ambiguity or fuzziness. But it it means you need to be able and open to accept criticism, which is very difficult to do. Again, you have to subordinate your ego. You have to put the ego in a different location. Go and lock it in a box somewhere. It is not wanted right now at this particular moment in time. You have to learn from others who are further along the journey than you, or who at least have more knowledge or a higher level of awareness to make the actions and to take the right steps to move forward. That's what good leadership is. And if you're not prepared to do that, for whatever reason, you have to ask yourself, am I deserving of these results that I'm looking for? Because you can't have it both ways. You can't say, I want this, I want that, but not do the action steps required to take you there. Good leadership also means that you are capable enough and humble enough to ask for help. This is something this took me a long time to grasp. But the penny really dropped 
when a friend of mine looked me in the eyes and he said, Jesse, you don't know what you don't know. And that's a pretty short, simple sentence. It's easy to understand. But it made a lot of sense to me. You don't know what you don't know. So even if, if I was sitting in a room of 100 people and somebody was presenting on a topic that I wanted to learn more about and I didn't know the answer and they asked, okay, who's got any questions? If I had a question, I would have no hesitation putting my hand up and saying, hey, I'm struggling with this or I have a question. Because if you don't know, you don't know. The other 99 people in the, in the room might know and they might think it's a stupid question, but who gives a fuck? They already know the answer, you don't. By you not asking that question in this instance, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're saying it's okay to not know what I need to know. Again, leave the ego at the door. Some people might think differently of you because you don't know what they know, but they were also at that point at one stage in their life. So you gotta understand that as well. It also means that you have the capacity to ask questions. What questions? All of the questions. If you don't know how to do something, ask. Not sure on how to complete that task at work in the most efficient manner possible? Ask. Ask your colleague. Ask your boss. Ask the person sitting right next to you. In this day and age, with the amount of people on the planet, with the amount of information that we have available, not knowing is not a valid answer. It is not a valid response, I'm sorry. All of the answers you're looking for, whether it be how to lose weight, the answers are there. They are readily available at your disposal. How to create better routines and rituals so you can stay more consistent with your exercise routine. This information's out there. It's right in front of you. It's at your fingertips every single day. The biggest takeaway that I need you to grasp from this leadership podcast is this. Whatever area that you're looking to improve in your life, whether it's to drop 30 kilos, whether it's to improve your fitness, whether it's to just change the way you view yourself and your self-esteem and how you look at yourself in the mirror, you need to know three things. You need to know why you are doing what you're doing, okay? If the goal is exercise three times per week, why three times per week? Why not four? Why not six? Okay. You need to understand what to do. So we need to know the why. Why are we doing what we're doing? You need to then understand a little bit more of the specifics of that action. What exactly are we doing? So if you are exercising three times per week, what type of exercise or activity does that consist of? So we know the broad reason we know the motivation behind what we're doing. Cool, specifically, what is it that we're doing? There's the what. And then the last part is the how. How are we gonna do it? So if exercise number one on your training program is a dumbbell front squat, do you actually know how to perform that dumbbell front squat? How to do it? If you can't answer that, that's a problem. You're just gonna do what you think is the right way, which may or may not be the correct way to do things, which may or may not lead to injury. You see what I'm saying here? It's a three-step process. Why are we doing what we're doing? 
what exactly is it that we're doing and how do I do it? And sometimes the how will be left to you, the individual, the leader. If you know where you're going, sometimes you have to be a bit creative and figure out the best solution. I hope this sort of makes sense. I know I've gone on a few different tangents here, but it's all coming back to you, trying to get this back to you as an individual. All right, your body and your fitness require you to become the best leader possible. This requires you ask the hard questions, not the easy ones. Easy questions have easy responses and it never really gets to the real problems, the deep problems. Bigger problems require bigger and better solutions, okay? So if you've, let's, let's take that a step further. If you have struggled to lose the weight for five, for 10, for 15 years, that is a big problem. This is going to require a big and well thought out solution. So if you just think, oh, I tried the keto diet, that didn't work for me. Uh, let's try the, get the Rolodex out. Let's, what's the next diet on the list? Let's try paleo. Or let's try the juice diet. Or let's try Herbalife. Or let's try Isogenics. These are all surface level problems. Uh, surface, surface level solutions, I'm saying. This is not going to fix the issue at heart because you haven't asked yourself the hard questions, which are, why do I keep eating? Why can I not seem to make better food choices? Why can I not stay consistent with my training? Why is it that whenever I start, after 10 days, I lose motivation and then I pack it in? Those are the questions you need to ask as opposed to what's the next diet on the list? Or what is a Band-Aid solution? What is something that I can just quickly plug this hole with? It's like, it's like trying to put a bit of, imagine you've got a 400 foot ship and at the bottom of this ship, it has a hole and it's leaking water. So you think what's nearby, you have a look around your desk. Oh, there's a piece of uh, sticky tape there. I'll just go and try and plug this hole with sticky tape. <laughs> you reckon that's gonna stop the water getting in that 400 foot boat, ship? No. You need a proper solution, all right? Ask the hard questions. Reflect internally on each and every decision you make. Why am I doing this? What is the purpose behind what I'm doing? Assess your decision-making process. This means, again, going back to it, it means outcome-based, not emotional-based. Leave your emotions out of it. They do not get a say here. They are not needed. They are not essential in making good decisions. They actually often lead to bad decisions. We're looking for rational, well thought out, logical thinking as opposed to being driven by emotions. Last thing that I'm going to leave you with here, I want you to try and remember this phrase. This is a quote I got off a mentor of mine. Never make permanent decisions on temporary feelings. Okay? Never make permanent decisions on temporary feelings. This is where, once again, emotion and ego are the two biggest culprits here. Somebody says something to you at work, you lash out, you say something stupid, bang, you get fired. Or maybe you don't get fired, maybe you just get overlooked for the next promotion. Or you're doing really well at work, you've just had a coffee, you've just sat down, 
and Karen walks in and says, hey, do you want a biscuit? No, no, I just, ha no, I just had a coffee, I'm okay. Well, just come and grab another one. Everyone else is having one. So then you get pulled in by emotion. Everybody else is doing it. So I better go do it too. No. Logical, rational, outcome-based. What is it that you're trying to achieve and why are you not there yet? Be a good leader. Be a logical leader. And is this going to get me to where I want to go? Good leadership starts from you, the individual. The best way to run others is to run yourself the best way possible. And it's not always easy. There's going to be days when you're going to have to make the hard call, the tough decision. But it's going to get you the body you want. It's going to take you where you want to be in your profession. It's going to build you the relationships that you want. What must I do to achieve what I want? That is a question you can always reflect on. What must I do to achieve what I want? Because if what you're doing right now isn't taking you to the direction or the end destination you want to be, what must I do differently? Because if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same result. Do what a good leader would do. And if you don't know where to start, please reach out to me on social media. I have hundreds of books. The list of books that I have grows by the week, just about. I can point you in the right direction. Maybe it's maybe you are getting some benefit from these words, but maybe you need to hear it from somebody else. And I've had that where somebody's told me the same thing over and over and over again. It doesn't quite click. And then I've read something or I've watched a clip from somebody who I respect in that, or maybe they've articulated it in a certain way. And then it just hits. It's like, fuck, that finally makes sense. A good leader doesn't stop. A good leader continues down the path, following the direction they need to go to get the outcome they want. Bit of adversity, that's fine. A good leader will keep going. It's getting tough, good. I'll keep pushing. It's hard, good. Keep going. That's all I have for you guys today. Leadership. How are you leading yourself? How are you leading others? And how are you showing up every day? Because it doesn't just impact your physical fitness, it impacts every single person who you are in contact with, your friends, your family, your colleagues, every single person. It's that fucking important. Remember that. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.